0: If they theme school proms, they probably theme strip clubs. I can't even look at you.
1: Welcome to Movie Muggin', the father and son podcast that will gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Sure. You have any idea what that is? No. That came from Popeye the Sailor Man. I don't think I ever saw
0: all of the live action. I know I saw some of it.
1: Well, the live action was, it had a weird, weird feel to it. Like, I grew up watching Popeye. I fucking loved Popeye.
0: I've seen some of the actual cartoons.
1: It was so awesome. Um, I never liked Olive Oil. I didn't know why the two guys were fighting over her because she was, not much to look at, or I don't even think she had a very good personality or voice. I think she like played the two against each other. She knew what she was doing, but like growing up watching that, I wanted spinach so bad because yeah, when when superpowers. he superpowers yeah for those of you who don't know like the younger generation when when Popeye would eat spinach, he would like become strong as fuck and could beat ass <laughs>
0: yeah. Had the biggest forearms on the planet.
1: So I remember my mom getting me spinach and putting it in a bowl in front of me, and I was like, what the hell is this? I am not putting that shit oh. in my mouth. It freaked me out, I and I I just I couldn't do it.
0: Was it Robin Williams? Yes, and yes. And the, the lady from The Shining. Shelley Duvall. She was perfect for olive oil.
1: Perfect, perfect for olive oil. And I, you know what? I thought Robin Williams was good for Popeye, but it just had... It had a bizarre feel to it, and they made it into a musical. And huh. the songs were just bizarre. And I don't really remember at all. I don't know, man. Maybe we'll have to revisit it and watch it for the podcast.
0: <sighs> I think I'd choose that over West Side Story.
1: Mm. You know what? I still owe you for all the Sasha Baron Cohen movies, so I got a couple.
0: West Side Story, there's no way it's what? even a fraction as good of, as a... As, uh, any of the Sasha Baron Cohen movies, because that, that was terrible. What I saw was absolutely awful.
1: But you didn't see the love story with Maria, so I think that was her name. I don't give a fuck. See, the problem with me punishing you is it has to be something that I can sit through as well. And <laughs> Okay. There's some movies that I just don't know that I could do. Yeah. And that might be one of them. <laughs> good, 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 good. Well, I'm Vince. I'm Jack. And we are a father and son duo who love watching movies, then having a conversation, but more importantly, spending quality father-son time together. This is episode 58. Yep. You're supposed to have a rhyme to go along with. with oh, it. We had a new it's thing. It's going to be great. Okay. Nice. Uh, you make me a bit irate. I mean, you need to save some eights because we'll eventually be to 68. So I mean, don't blow fine. your wad yet. That's fine. Hang on to that. All right, guys. Well, you know what time it is. It's Lobby Time with Vince and Jack. everybody, welcome to the Movie Mungin Lobby. This is a time we talk about things that aren't necessarily related to the movie we're going to be watching, but we still think it's important enough to warrant some airtime. So, last week, we talked briefly about the masturbation record, and I think you said it was 44. You did a little more research, and what did you find out?
0: 83. (laughs) 83? I mean, do you even have a penis after that? Or do you end up just ripping off every layer of skin? And then it's just like like a degloved finger.
1: Well, you gotta go with some pretty good moisturizing lubricant, I
0: think, if you're gonna do that. Yeah. I just You're not even ejaculating like halfway through that, I'm sure.
1: Okay, so in a twenty four hour day, let's just do some math and I'm gonna get my calculator because everybody knows I suck at math. So eighty three times divided by twenty four, that's three point five four masturbation trips an, an hour? hour.
0: Yeah. So three and a half times.
1: Yeah. So, well, you can't, I don't think you can have a half-time masturbation. Well, you're <laughs> halfway
0: through. Say it takes you 10 minutes, you're five minutes in. Okay. That's how I'm kind of seeing that.
1: Oh, my gosh. The
0: decimal number. What,
1: what about his arm, man? You know, can you do that with your arm for that long? Clearly. Or do you think he was using like a, a, a pocket pussy? Because that's still masturbation.
0: Uh, probably pocket pussy, because that probably speeds up the process quite a bit, I would say. And he was... But then again, you got to clean those things out. So I wonder if he cleaned it out at all. Is that the voice of experience?
1: No. What do you use? Like a bottle cleaner?
0: No, it's just obvious. You're just gonna let all your cum crust all over the inside of your pocket pussy. Can't
1: you just bust through the other end of it and just shoot it into a Kleenex or something? Buy
0: another one.
1: (laughs) How much they cost? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That big old smile on your face. They're not cheap. You know exactly.
0: You think me and, like, freshman year of high school wasn't thinking about it, researching what the boxes looked like, so if it came on the front porch? <laughs> and then it's like, oh, they say that it's, like, a Discreet. Yeah, you can't tell what's in there. Like, they even put some, like, fake shit on it. But y'all are gonna ask me... Like, Matchbox and,
1: cars. Why'd you get a box of Matchbox cars? And
0: people have said, like, it wasn't very discreet, thank God. Like, I, it worked out okay. So I just never bought one. Huh. That would have been, I mean, who fucking wouldn't want to try one? No comment. <laughs> exactly. You want to see if it feels like the real deal.
1: Well, you So you could get a pocket pussy, and then you could burn the candle that smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's mm. vagina, and you could have yourself a, a good evening.
0: You can, uh, there's always... Uh, I could get
1: to at least 10 if I did that. <laughs> the 24-hour period.
0: There's also uh, homemade ways to do it that I've seen.
1: Where have you seen these things? You like YouTube? How I the, looked it up. Okay, you were you looked up homemade how to yes. make a homemade pocket pussy? Yes. <laughs> Did you ever make one? Uh,
0: yes. <laughs> like the worst kind. Okay. Um. All right. I was going to talk about the cool one that was like, <laughs> like it had to do with the Pringles can and sponges.
1: <laughs> I was gonna go Pringles can. That's a little, uh, that's a little, little big. One size so, fits all, right. all. So Pringle can. I don't remember exactly and sponges
0: how you did it. I never made that one because okay. we never have Pringles.
1: All right, and that would just be weird. So and that's the good one
0: you say? Well, I assume it's better than the one I've tried. That's top of the line because the one I've tried also has another nickname of prison pocket pussy. So you know it's not very good if you can make it in prison.
1: But it's serviceable, I guess. Do you want to tell At our listeners couple times. how to make a, a prison pocket pussy? Uh,
0: like a dental glove, like one of those purple gloves that dentists use, mm-hmm. and a uh, toilet paper roll.
1: <laughs> okay. And where's does the glove go on the inside? So
0: I don't understand. Do you put like the middle finger through the, the middle of the toilet paper roll, and <laughs> then you... The part of the glove that your hand goes into, like the yeah. the we're, wrist part, yeah. you stretch that out over the top Gosh. of the um, toilet paper roll. So then the glove's <laughs> not going anywhere really, but it does kind of go places, so you might want to like tape it. All right. I think I've had enough. But you could destroy those. I can't even look at you. You just didn't think about it when you were a kid. You would have made it if you were a teenager too.
1: I don't even know if that was a thing back when I was a kid. I think those are
0: a, a, a glove and a toilet paper. No, you got to innovate yourself. Maybe what the prison pocket pussy wasn't invented, but my I had a friend who also made one, and his dad found it and said he knew what it was, and his dad is your age, so I don't All think right. I don't think you have any right. <laughs> he that's how I learned that it was called the prison pocket pussy, because we went to school and he told me. And he's like, dude, my dad found mine and said, I know what this is. It's a prison pocket pussy.
1: So what was yours called before then? Like Daphne or Elaine or something like that?
0: Don't even bring Daphne into this. All right. So my sister had a Daphne Barbie doll that I loved when I was like four. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. All right. Moving on. I had my colonoscopy. You did. Which we kind of practiced for. Well, let me let me back up. We we kind of practiced the prep. We didn't practice the actual colonoscopy. No. Back when we did our, no. <laughs> back when we did our uh, laxative challenge, that kind of got me ready. It did not get me ready for the shit I had to drink. That mm. stuff tasted about the same, but I had to drink a whole lot of yeah, it. Yeah, you drink way more. Like the bottle was six ounces, but then I had to pour in like ten ounces. Of water mm-hmm. and it was one of those things like even even like holding your nose and drinking it like you could still taste it it was fucking Fuck. awful but you helped me out i y- did you were like why don't you go get one of those comfy toilet seats yeah. so i went and got a, a padded toilet seat and then jack helped me set up a ps3 and a tv In where i bathroom. could just sit on the toilet and play Lego Jurassic Park, Mm -hmm. and that's basically what I did all night. I peed out of my butt, and I played PS3 Jurassic
0: World. While sitting on a nice, cushiony throne.
1: I got pretty far in the game. (laughs) And then the next morning, of course, I had my colonoscopy. Colon looks wonderful. It's tremendous. It's it's the most beautiful colon ever. (laughs) But, you know, the night did not suck, and then they gave me some really good drugs to put me out. And fuck, I woke up in the best mood and I don't know if it's because I was anally probed or it was the medicine. So I'm going to have to I'm going to have to visit that and mm. and see which one it was.
0: Probably the medicine, I would say. <laughs>
1: Probably the medicine. I do love me some good medicine. And lastly, I wanted to say thank you, thank you, thank you to our podcast BFFs, Chris and Erica over at the Film Stripping podcast. They gave us a wonderful shout out slash congratulations for our one-year anniversary. One of the nicest things anybody's ever said about us, right? Yeah, definitely. It was not expected at all. And they think you're funny.
0: Uh, That's probably the biggest compliment I've ever received.
1: Yeah, we don't compliment Jack very much. We usually put him down and (laughs) talk shit about him and berate him. Yeah. I don't really appreciate compliments for him because we've worked so hard just to keep his esteem really, really low. But I think they spent like half their episode on us.
0: Yeah, pretty much, from the sound of it. Mm -hmm. Just sat there for 30 minutes just listening to them compliment us. Mostly me. (laughs) You got the cool dad award, but I got the
1: funny guy award. He, (laughs) I, I think I've said it before in here. If we just followed him around with a tape recorder, there's more gold throughout the day that he just keeps me and Olivia in stitches.
0: I didn't ask for you to compliment
1: me, too. Well, <laughs> I mean, you, you, you said it earlier. It's one thing to hear it from a family member. It's, yeah, like, whatever. You know, like, Grandma saying things like, mm-hmm. oh, like your new nose ring, and you're like, you know, no, you don't. They always compliment you on stuff like that. And But you're <laughs> random people
0: complimenting me. Well, they're not random. And like, I've done the equivalent of mailing a letter by saying, talking on, a, like, a podcast. And then they hear it, oh, Jack wrote us back. <laughs> he even signed with the squirting dick. I mean, I totally would. Really? They Dear give you a Santa. compliment and
1: you want to <laughs> squirt into a, a letter for them?
0: Gosh. No, that is... No, like draw a squirting dick. Oh, a okay. fucking brickhead, dude. What? I, what? To, I mean,
1: whatever comes out of your mouth, I, I take as the gospel. You know, you said that you <laughs> oh, wanted to yeah. squirt your dick into something, and <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm gonna just drop a load in the envelope. You're just gonna mail you a pocket gonna... pussy, a
1: used pocket pussy to him. <laughs> I mean, maybe if Chris wants one. Gosh. <laughs> so you're offering to make Chris a uh, prison pocket pussy? <laughs> you sure. Know what I mean? Well, Hi Chris, it just that? uh um DM me your uh your address and, and DM me your uh
0: dimensions. I'll custom make it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And I'll uh, <laughs> you go ahead and order the Gwyneth Paltrow candle and <laughs> and Jack will make the uh prison pocket pussy for you. Will you sign it on the side? I, I would
0: actually, yes. Maybe so, bedazzled. <laughs> 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 you didn't you weren't ready like for like a that.
1: bedazzled M M-M M on it. <laughs>
0: yeah with love
1: jack have fun (laughs) well this did start out as a a heartfelt thank you and ended up wholesome with uh jack offering to send you a signed prison pocket pussy
0: there you go thank you
1: (laughs) yeah thank you thank you thank you that was very 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 sweet of you we we do appreciate it and you know um you know ditto we feel the same about you guys All right, got anything else for the lobby? I do not. All right, well, let's head on back to the podcast studio slash viewing room, and Jack will unveil today's movie.
0: Okay, so this movie came out in 2016. It's rated R. It has a runtime of 90 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes gave this a 51%, while the audience gave it a 54%. (laughs) IMDb rated this 6.7 out of 10 stars. The Mormon Mothers tell us that a man in a speedo kneels behind a woman that is bent over, that fuck is used constantly throughout the movie, and that there is one use of cunt. All right. This movie is called Hardcore Henry. Oh! See? I don't know why people rated this movie so poorly. We've both seen it, for the record. It's been a much longer time for him than it has for me. Yeah. I've revisited this a few times.
1: It's. I like this movie. It's uh, unlike... 50%? It's, like, yeah, it, it's unlike anything I'd ever seen before.
0: Like, it it was brand new for me to see a first-person movie, because mm-hmm. that's what this movie is. It's just first-person action shooter.
1: It's pretty cool. All right, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. All right, well, let's take a movie mug and pause. And we are back after watching 2016's Hardcore Henry. Yep. What a ride, man. It was a
0: f- It's fun. That's all this movie, I think, was meant to do, was have fun.
1: Yeah, I wrote it in my notes that the story wasn't really strong, but that's not the magic, I guess, of this movie. Or main purpose. No. Like, these people, they
0: had a unique idea of first person, fully first person, and they just made it really fun. I mean, the story wasn't trash or anything. The story was, I would say, decent. A little or- hard to follow. Uh, I mean, somewhat. It took a long really. time
1: to really figure out who was good, who was bad.
0: Well, maybe because I've seen it kind of recently. Yeah. So the the story wasn't bad or anything. It was just a lot of cool fighting, really. Uh, they're just showing
1: off. He had some Steven Seagal skills when it came to fighting. More than that. He
0: would kill Steven Seagal. <laughs> I think pretty much anybody who's been a badass fighter in a movie could walk all over Steven Seagal.
1: All right, so let me give the 50-cent tour. A guy wakes up, and he is kind of a cyborg in a way. He doesn't have any memory, and there's a lady who's supposedly his wife, and she's putting him together, and, I mean, like, like he's a robot. Yeah, he's, like, full-on cyborg. And later on, he figures out that he's got all these fighting skills and shooting skills. Mm -hmm. He's basically a fucking robo-badass. Super soldier- And that's what the movie is, is him just fucking going off on people in a nutshell. Let me give it the internet version. A man wakes up in a Moscow laboratory to learn that he's been brought back from the dead as half human, half robotic hybrid. With no memory of his former life, a woman who claims to be his wife tells him his name is Henry. Before she can activate his voice, armed thugs storm in and kidnap her. As Henry starts to understand his new abilities, he embarks on a bloody rampage through the city, to save his spouse from a psychopath who plans to destroy the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, like we said, the, the magic of this was first person. It felt like you're watching somebody else play a video game, basically. Yeah. I remember when the previews came out, I thought, wow, this is nothing like I've ever seen before. Mm-hmm. But also, I haven't seen anything since. Like, I thought no. this would kind of be a movie that might start a genre of like movies like this. the pioneer
0: of first person.
1: But it, it didn't happen. Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't seen any other movie that attempts to do what this movie did.
0: And based off of IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes, it wasn't really received very well.
1: I mean, the the kind of people who would go see this, I would think would give it a higher score. Oh, yeah. Because if you're watching the previews and you're like, this is kick-ass, it's first person, it's video game, that's what this movie gave you. So I don't understand why the numbers were so low, other than the story was a little bit weak. And after a while, for me, it got to be a little much.
0: The only parts of this movie that were a little much for me at a couple points was sprinting when he's running around. It's like, okay, well, I'm just kind of watching the screen bounce in a bunch of different mm-hmm. directions. But that there were only a couple parts where he's really... Like, there's one prolonged one where he's chasing a guy. That That's the part I'm really thinking of. But otherwise, I... I really like this movie.
1: Yeah, so it's like the guy's got a a really high-def, awesome GoPro on his head. Oh, yeah. It's it's a first-person video game with just a guy who is killing people, just beating ass. He has all these skills, and there's all these other... Like, I, I couldn't really tell who all the guys driving around in the van were. Did they work for the main criminal who had uh, the what telekinesis powers? Yeah, So they worked for him?
0: All the van, black vans with the red lines, mm-hmm. those were his henchmen.
1: And so the other people, like Jimmy and the girls who were trying to help Henry, they were some kind of so, opposition to those guys?
0: So basically, I guess you didn't pay attention too well in one part of it because it fully explains Jimmy. Whenever he no, gets, I understand who and, Jimmy is. Yeah, and so he, Jimmy was basically used A Can, which is the, the crazy telekinesis guy, as funding for his prod like for his science. Then A Can got pissed off and broke Jimmy's back. So Jimmy became a cripple guy. And so he swore revenge. So okay. he's just getting revenge. And then the girls, it never really explains that. That's just they're tied to Jimmy somehow.
1: Yeah, so so Jimmy. Got his back broken. Yeah, mm-hmm. I remember now. And he somehow was able to make avatars of himself. All of different
0: personalities yeah. and looks and stuff.
1: And so at first, you have this Jimmy who's helping Henry out, and then he dies. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, there's another Jimmy who looks a little bit different. He's who's like helping a hobo. Out, and he gets lit on fire and dies. And there's another Jimmy, and they, like there's like 25 different Jimmys who keep, who keep showing up, and they're all... Really fun characters.
0: And they know what they're doing, and it added so much to the movie.
1: But it's the guy in the wheelchair, kind of like the movie Avatar. You got the guy in the wheelchair, yeah. and he's living out these different lives through his avatars. Like, one of them is in a strip club, just snorting coke like crazy.
0: And a leopard print Speedo. Yeah.
1: So, if, <laughs> like, if you had different avatars, I think that'd be a lot of fucking fun yeah. to have different avatars that could go out and do shit that, that you either can't do or wouldn't do or afraid to do.
0: It's like the ultimate form of living vicariously, literally.
1: Yeah, because you can see it and you are him.
0: Yeah, and Jimmy's penis didn't work after his back got broken. That was like, he said, there's always one question, a man and everyone around him. Uh, when he first gets crippled, has. And it's, does your penis work? And his didn't. So he's like, my jimmies always have sex.
1: <laughs> and that might have been the reason he actually made them. <laughs> I mean, so he can have sex again. So Henry has fighting skills, parkour skills. Stamina for days. Shooting skills. It's fucking nonstop action. Pretty much, there's there's barely any breathers before yeah. something else is is happening again. So if that's your cup of tea... You're going to dig this movie as long as you can handle watching the shaky camera, I guess. If you have
0: motion sickness issues and you try to watch this, you might have a hard time and just not have
1: a good experience at all. I remember the first time I watched it, I struggled a lot more than, than I did this time. There were a couple of times where I was like, oh, man, this is... There's a I, lot I, of wobble. I need a break. Time out. Let's, let's just go somewhere and talk for a little bit so, so I can just kind of let mm-hmm. my eyes rest. Because it's, it's an assault on your eyes trying to keep up with everything that's going yeah. on because there's a lot of fast action cuts and yeah it, it was crazy i i looked it up before we got on here the kill count in mm-hmm. this because a lot fucking people are dying all over the place it, it said around 211 damn so it got me to thinking and i also looked it up what movie has the most kills
0: Are we counting movies like Lord of the Rings and Saving Private Ryan?
1: Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, 836 kills.
0: That's like a six-hour movie and like three armies battling each other. Like I was saying like, are we counting movies with massive battles like armies against armies and shit, apparently?
1: Because you didn't really see all of those deaths. I mean, it was just the orcs running toward people. (laughs) Who the fuck even counted that? I, I don't even know. Um, Number two is called Kingdom of Heaven. It had 610. Damn. Number three is the movie 300, which had 600 kills in it. That was a good movie. Yeah. Number four is Troy, 572. Number five, you've seen this, The Last Samurai, 558. I have seen that in school. Number six is Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers, which has 468. Number seven, Grindhouse Double Feature. It's a Quentin Tarantino, 310. Fucking Titanic is there. We are yeah. soldiers. So
0: so what, what's crazy about that to me is between number one and number two, there's like a 200 kill difference. <laughs> and then the rest of them are really
1: close. Well, it's like Wolf of Wall Street that had 569 bucks. <laughs> and I think the next closest was like 200 away or something like that. It's crazy. I wonder if directors see stuff like that and they're like, like when I was a kid, Guinness Book of World's Record was a big thing. Yeah. Like, I wanted to, like, dribble a basketball for the longest. Like, I was trying to think of all these records that I could break. I wonder if there's records out there that directors are like, okay, I'm going to go for 570 fucks, or I'm going to go for 900 titties in this movie. I, I want the record in something.
0: And it's like if their movie's already, like, close to completion, and they're like, fuck, what goal do I do? They're like, without making this movie shitty... Let's add a fuck every single spot we can without taking any, anything away from it. Just add fucks in there and maybe a few cunts because I bet the cunt world record is a lot lower <laughs> than uh, fuck.
1: Yeah, without I a mean, doubt. Because <laughs> I think people flinch when they hear that word sometimes. I mean, losers do. Well...
0: Like, imagine if there's 569 cunts in a movie. Well, but... Like, how do you... Fuck is a lot more of a universal term than cunt as well. Well, and
1: you can use it in several different ways. Fucking, fucker, fuckface. Yeah. You know, with cunt, you can't do... You can't, like, say cunting or cunter. And you also can't
0: say what the cunt. Like, no one says that. <laughs> well, Maybe, maybe a, British people or Or something. a four-year-old
1: learning how to cuss.
0: Yeah, what the cunt. <laughs> that just doesn't work. Cunt has... Like one use, mm-hmm. and it's to call a person a cunt. All
1: right, so you think we ought to just add more fucks into this one and try to go for the fucking record, fuckface?
0: Uh, fucking fuck. answer me, you fucker. I just did. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Um, this fucking movie, hardcore fucking Henry, or hard fucking core fucking Henry. Fuck.
1: You know, one of the fucking parts that was hard as fuck for me to fucking get through. Which fucking one? Well, when he's fucking fighting all the fucking guys in white, there was like fucking 500 of them that kept fucking coming after him. And fuck, man, it it just, I think they were fucking trying to fucking make it like fucking Kingsman scene. Like in the fucking church where they were, the guy was fucking everybody up.
0: Except this came before fucking Kingsman. I know,
1: but... But having, I know what you fucking mean. Haven't fucking seen that fucking scene in Kingsman where he's just fucking everybody up to fucking song Freebird by fucking Leonard Skinnerd. Coming back to this, it wasn't as fucking cool.
0: No. It, Kingsman it was, did it fucking better.
1: Fuck, man. They but really I mean
0: fucked. Kingsman was also like a triple A movie.
1: Okay. All right. Fucking favorite part.
0: Uh I don't know, man. I mean, The club with the naked chicks was cool, but that was also because that was one of my favorite jimmies. But I I liked that a lot. Well, of
1: course, because they had a bunch of blonde topless girls. Were they robots? No. Okay, they all looked exactly the same. They were
0: just in the themed strip club. Oh, You've never been to a Russian strip club, have you? There's themed strip clubs? I'm sure. I'm sure there is. I'm sure that's a thing. If they theme school proms, they probably theme strip clubs. (laughs)
1: That's going in the opening right there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but they just kicked ass there. The action, really, is my favorite part, which is the entire movie, practically. Yep. Jimmy. So anything with Jimmy, which basically all of the Jimmy parts had action in it, and any of the action. those I, I'm not going to be able to decide. I love both of those.
1: You know, I, I say this movie is nonstop action, but it's also nonstop violence.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, with... With the action in this movie comes blood and beat-em-ups and... Knives and eyes. Guns with only one clip. And, <laughs> I mean, that happened a bunch, but better than him just shooting 60 bullets from a 30-bullet mag, like most movies do. Like, the, most movies don't give a single fuck. Like, oh, there's only supposed to be 10 bullets in this pistol's mag in real life? Well, how about this character has it the entire movie without reloading? It's not that big of a deal, but it does bother me.
1: Like it, it bothers me, too. And also being in the military, when I see sometimes they're shooting things and and just the explosions, I'm like, that. Yeah. I've shot that. That doesn't happen.
0: But that does also... That's action movie stuff. If they threw a grenade and it looked like it really does in real life, then a puff of smoke and the guy's dead. Wow, that's not that
1: cool. I think I liked toward the end when... All those guys are swarming on the building, all the guys in black, Yeah, and just all the shootouts there was, was really good stuff. Yeah. The car chase was good as well, because when he jumped on that sidecar, it had a minigun yeah. on it, and he's just fucking up vehicles and- Killing guys and the, yeah, the blood. There was a lot of- Yeah. And it was
0: tasteful. It was tasteful <laughs> amounts of blood, I would say.
1: It wasn't over gory.
0: And there were parts where they embraced what they were doing, like- uh, Henry blew some guy up or something like that and blood splattered all over the screen and you hear like a... And he, he wipes his eyes off. And they they had really good taste, I would say, with the blood and how they mixed in the action with the first person to like really show the uniqueness of the first person approach compared to normal. Like how I just said, normally you don't get blood splatters on the TV screen. Not often now. Whenever someone's like third person killing... It's cool when they do, because that yeah. does happen every now and then. And it's just, little touches like that were really cool.
1: All right. Um, oh, one more thing. The soundtrack to this movie.
0: Pretty fucking awesome.
1: Was Yeah, it was really, really good. And like there was this part where action's going on, it's an action song, and then all of a sudden it's like some elevator music, yeah. and then it's back to the action.
0: And those are just the little parts. Mm-hmm. Or whenever Jimmy went ahead and gave Henry a phone call... Like, you would just hear the ringtone instead of the whatever music would have been playing. And there are parts where the music really fit the place Henry was in. Like, Henry's scaling this building to go kill this other cyborg so he can steal his battery because his is running low. And so he just walks in the open window, and there's just a stoner guy, and, of course, some sublime is playing. I don't remember what song specifically. Either... Smoke two joints or uh let's go get stoned or something like that. And then in the strip club there was my girl was playing by the temptations, which that was fitting.
1: But like it wasn't like, <laughs> all right guys, put your hands together for Trixie and then she gets mm. on the pole and they start playing that song. That's no that's not she's clapping it to my girl. That's mm. not what's going on in this in this movie. It it was This is going to sound ridiculous, but it kind of gave the club like a classy feel to it. Because it it was a really rinsy place. Like, this wasn't even really a strip club.
0: It's not what y'all are probably thinking. It's not like GTA where there's the big stage with all the chairs around it and the pole in the middle and guys throwing money. This was like almost like a topless bar where you could pay for favors. Like, it was more of like a hotel type thing. Like, there was a lot of different rooms where... I guess clients could go in the back with these girls
1: yeah I don't think we're giving it justice I think we should rewind to that part and just kind of give a play by play so people will get a better understanding of what it is we're trying to describe
0: and maybe put it in slow motion so we can really see Mm -hmm. all the detail and and pause
1: it every now and then and so we can just maybe take a
0: picture and go to the bathroom (laughs) and I got a crap I just still gotta have to study this for the podcast it
1: always goes back to masturbation with you doesn't it yep all right, Bucket of Chicken.
0: Jimmy. I mean, without Jimmy, this movie would have been significantly worse. He added so much, and by he I mean all of his different characters that got spread out throughout the movie. They were all unique, and whenever Jimmy takes Henry to Jimmy's lab and Henry meets the real Jimmy and his, the real Jimmy saying, you'll never believe what we do alone up here sometimes. And then he has like all, he starts a song and then all of his Jimmy's like duet, or not even duet, like one will sing and then he'll take control of another. So that one will like fall down and just be a lifeless body. And that one will be singing and all their different accents and how they look and their mannerisms, the way they sing the part. That was funny. And he added a lot of comic relief. And he he was basically the funny aspect of this movie. Always different, always something unique to say. And uh, he had like a pothead one, a cokehead one, a really proper one, a nerdy one, a ghillie suit, like special ops guy. Punk rock. Yeah, punk rock. And they all use different weapons and they were were just so cool.
1: I mean, I don't see how you couldn't give your bucket of chicken to him. Well, I figured, well, I can. I figured you would give it to the the 75 blonde topless ladies. (laughs) They were banging, but I got to give it to Jimmy. I think Jimmy's very worthy of the bucket of chicken, and throughout this movie, I thought that's definitely who's going to get it. But really, man, just the action of this movie and the way all those action scenes were put together, until the end when he fought all those guys in white, that was just a little bit too much for me. It just it went on way too long, and he really probably should have got his ass beat in that. So I'm just going to give it to the action sequences. I know I know all that's right. very broad, but I like it. That's what this movie was. And it was done really, really well as far as that goes.
0: But there's a, another little thing a little shout out to the main bad guy. People who use telekinesis and stuff who get like mouth bleeds and nose bleeds and stuff. Like 11. Yeah, that automatically makes it cooler. <laughs> but he also used a butterfly knife, which is not something you really see that often, mm-hmm. I feel like. But he gets instant street cred or jack cred from me.
1: Yeah, Jack likes butterfly knives. I do. I think you got one when you were... Grounded. 12 or something like that? No.
0: (laughs) I was like 15 or 16, and I was grounded, and so I decided I was going to get a new hobby, Mm -hmm. and one of my friends had gotten one, and he never really went anywhere with it. But I've learned all these tricks because I had... Really months where I could. <laughs> and
1: Jack was a bad boy and he uh, he was under house arrest for a little while. Yeah. But we'll leave that for another time. All right, score time. Uh it's it's a tough one. Well you didn't say hundred right away.
0: Yeah, because I was thinking about it first. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh I can't decide if I want to give it a ninety or like an eighty-eight. Because that, that's kind of my range right now. I'm thinking 88.
1: Okay. I don't disagree with that. I'm giving it an 85. I think for what it was, it did it really, really well. Yes. Yes. All right. Got anything else? Nope. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to episode number 58 of Movie Muggin'. If you'd like to keep up with us, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Movie Muggin'. If you'd like to send us an email, moviemuggin at gmail.com. We appreciate you listening and have a hardcore Movie Muggin' day. Yep.
0: dabbled in a little bit of that Mary Jane